Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks Live. I'm your host, John, and before we get started tonight, I want to remind everybody that we are, in fact, on that social media. So follow us at Dinks with Kinks on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. With me tonight are two of my favorite people. They're, they're just, they're amazing, they're kind-hearted, they're sweet, and I love them with all my heart and soul. And that would be Rebecca and Shep. How are y'all doing? Oh, we got a twofer. He didn't do us individually. We got it. Yeah, we got it done at the same time. I guess we been, got done at the same time. I guess he's been working out. He handles both at the same time. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm listen. I'm trying to be a kinder, sweeter soul. This episode. Sweet, sweet this is. What could you I know. I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I mean, you know, Listen, I'm hey, he said what live. kind of dick do you think I am? Do you think I'm some kind of sadist? No. Uh, oh, that was a long one. But you know what? I'll take it. I'll allow it. Okay. Yeah. It and was a long one, but a she will take Sean? it, folks. Mm. I will. I am take a little it. bit. Because I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a masochist. That's what I do. I enjoy the pain. Yeah, yeah. That sounds. That sounds like something we did last week. That sounds like part mm-hmm. one of our part two part special. I know. What if we did a three part? It's like they're twinsies, but not. I I mean I I'm a, I'm always up for anything. You know me. I mean I'm down for three ways. No, I think I think I think we can cover this in the two parters. Okay, that's it. We're laying it out there tonight. Tonight we are talking about sadism, the sadist Yay. of the world, and what it is, and the and the reason we decided to break it up into two pieces because they are two very different subjects. It was. It'd be unfair to talk about them together because there's so much about one that doesn't really apply to the other, and vice versa. That said, um, have you guys ever dealt with a, a true sadist? Yes. Always. Yes. Are either one of you sadist? No. I. I. I'm a masochist. Definitely. Yeah. I think we discovered that in like episode one. Of, yeah, I mean, I think part one. Um, but yeah, so I, I wanted to get in there. So, Shepard, you, you don't consider yourself a sadist? Part time. I th- I think you might change your uh, tone after we talk about tonight because I've been doing a lot of research about this this week and last week. And, you know, when you think of the word sadist, there's a lot of negative connotations. Mm-hmm. Um, there are. A, sa- a sadist is somebody who get sexual derive sexual pleasure from the pain and suffering of others typically uh pain and suffering they cause so when you really boil down to it, it doesn't sound that appealing unless you're a masochist um that said i do want to dispel some uh misconceptions and absolutely distinguish between an actual sadist and a dickhole and I don't mean that little fun area where I, the where the goo where the goo comes out. I was out, like, a dick about. hole is like uh, is like right there at the end of your penis, right there. Yeah, not that kind of dick hole, but like oh, an okay. actual okay. dick hole, like a jerkwad, a fuck face, mm. uh, not a fuck face. Fuck face is funny. Uh, a shit bag. <laughs> oh. Because a lot of times people consider like, oh, I'm a sadist. That translates to, oh, I'm an asshole. Who derives you know, pleasure from seeing other people suffer. We're not talking about that so much tonight. I mean, we will get into like the finer points of what they are, but what do you guys know about sadism? 
sorry, I had to unmute. Um, I I know that that sadism when the the people it's they get that type same type of release um, from the couple that I do know, and they talked about it. They get like this release when they in um, are inflicting like especially impact play when they are participating in impact play. They they like the sounds and the, they just get some. It, it hits different. They it hits different for them. <laughs> it's different for them. What about you, Chef? Since you are not a sadist, uh, what do you know of them? Aren't those the people that that often wear the hoods and they they draw the satanic symbol? No, that's different people. That's satyrs. We're thinking of satyrs. Okay. Oh my different, god! Different coven. <laughs> Wrong episode. We already covered them. Satyrs, aren't those the hairy Wrong guys? Wrong podcast. <laughs> no, anyway. right podcast, just wrong uh, subject. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> But, I mean, in the most generalist terms, the sadists are the ones that just really find that pleasure, the enjoyment, or the satisfaction in the giving the pain, discomfort, humiliations, and all the other fun little, what they would generalize as negative effects to other people's. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Risk. I mean, it's pain is not yeah. necessarily negative, but generalized. Uh, and like I said, as we talked about masochism, uh, it's not all about physical pain, uh, degradation, humiliation, uh, every type of emotional and physical. So. Let's kind of get into mm-hmm. what creates a sadist, and let's talk about true sadists. Not let's let's not talk about people who call themselves sadists, and we'll be making that clarification many times tonight. Typically, sadists are um, they're not mean people. They are nope. usually nicer Absolutely not. people. Some of the actually some of the kindest people I know are sadists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, where we talked about uh, with masochism, derived from endorphin development in the human mind, like it's a very chemical-based kink. Uh, as far as brain chemistry goes, sadism is more of a trauma-based kink. Uh, typically, a lot of times, and like I said, I'm talking broad strokes. This is not the facts for everybody, and I know there are a lot of sadists out there. I, don't come at me because I'm telling you one avenue I went down. We'll talk about several. Uh, but a lot of them suffered trauma as children, uh, typically abuse. Mm -hmm. And whereas they reflect attention to punishment, they are typically the people who, uh, kind of enjoy getting in trouble. They're the brats of the Dom world, as it were. Now, this will make sense in the raw, very broad strokes. Hold on. We're getting. I to was it. like, I thought we were talking sadism, not masochism. <laughs> nope. Hold on. Okay. All right. But it's the opposite end of that. It's the kid who likes to be the reason trouble is made. They're not. They're like they're doling up yeah. the punishments. They equate punishment with pleasure, and that's why typically they're nicer people. They don't ever act out because they were traumatized as children. So they kind of elicit this very primal enjoyment of watching people get busted, 
watching people get in trouble. They're the people who are yeah. on the TikToks, like, you know, watching cheaters get busted. They love this kind of shit. Like, people getting their comeuppance, they love it. They get off on it. Uh, I know, because Literally. I, I absolutely <laughs> love watching people get busted. I love people getting their comeuppance. Not necessarily sexually, but just in general. They also, um, but they don't necessarily denote it to negative impact. Like, they don't treat getting your comeuppance as a bad thing. They're like, it's a part of life, it's a part of facts. That's why they kind of like doling it out to people. Because mm -hmm. they can spatiate between what is cruel and what is fun. Right. Is it like equality? Like evening the playing field? Like bringing justice almost? Is that it? No, I, I, a lot. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> these these are the people who like really felt for that villain at the end of the movie. Oh, we not don't? because is they that, is that not a thing? No, oh. no, not okay. not because <laughs> they truly believed in the character. It's because they're like, man, that looked like fun. I want to be a villain. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Yes. They're like, you know, you watch uh, Peter Pan. You're like, man, I'd have loved being Captain Hook. Had a hook hand. Gotcha. Yeah, got to yell at Smee a lot. <laughs> get to chase around mm -hmm. a little boy in tights. And, you just wanted to be well, let's a not hooker. do that. I am a hooker. Um, but yeah, they're the people who connect to the villain for fun, not through emotional connection. They don't watch the movie The Joker and go, I'm that guy. They watch the movie uh, uh, Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, watch Jack Nicholson Joker and be like, I'm that guy. I am like Mayhem. I am mayhem they're they're mm -hmm. not out to, they're not out to make a emotional statement they're out to cause chaos and fun and they mm -hmm. derive sexual pleasure from that it's, it's a lot of fun <laughs> now that being said again it's not all physical pain and with any type of sadism usually if they're a proper sadist they they show restraint they're very conscious of what they're doing they lay down lines mm -hmm. they're big fans of um, disciplinary action like disciplined style sub dom relationships mm -hmm. uh, because that's usually where you you get the quote unquote punishments uh, which may or may not be fun <laughs> I don't know it depends depend, depends on on your point of view <laughs> well I mean I'm going to tell you right now if you're with the right Mexicans, it's always punishment masochist uh, yeah, and they masochist <laughs> Is that a different thing? That's his new title. A mesochist, because he's always messing up the words. So he's going to be a mesochist. I'm a mesochist. Masochist. Okay, listen. Masochist. We all know and I can't Nida do words. Born People don't masochist. pay. All right, ready? One, two, three. Exhibitionism. Masochist. Acid. <laughs> Shit. Um, new podcast. Start over. Uh, we're going to be okay, a grammar podcast. I'm out. I'm just going to produce. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Sadism. <laughs> If you're with people, the right masochist, it could be a lot of fun. <laughs> people don't listen to me to, to say words right. They listen to me to give the hard facts, the boring stuff, get all the the meat out. Do you give them the hard it. facts? Do give you give them, them the hard, hard facts, facts. Give them the meat. Hard. Serve it um, really hard. Okay. But a lot of sadists get off most heavenly when their partner either feigns 100% like fear to them like they they feed on fear like mm, 
like masochists feed on fear, like that endorphin rush. They mm-hmm. watch you, and then they get to be the villain. They get to be the bad guy, and it's it's a it's playing cops and robbers in the bedroom. It's a hundred percent that, except that's bad cop, always bad cop. He's he's Mike Chickalus from the Shield. He's coming in there. He's gonna do shit. that's gonna get him barred. He's they're uh, gonna take his badge. And he don't give a shit. He's ready for it. Okay, got it. So <laughs> there is usually a high level of role play involved in sadism, um, just because no one wants an actual bloody screaming victim. But if you're playing the part, it's really hot. I mean, okay, they do, but let's, I was let's go on the uh... terms that. Let's go on the okay. terms we're talking about people who are not monsters. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I just realized I have to change headphones because my headphones are dying because I forgot to charge them. So here we go. Oh, okay. Yay! <laughs> well, I I don't know. I the 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 couple of sadists like genuine sadists um, that mm-hmm. I do know. Uh, they. They are the very, they're very mischievous. I, I think that it's not even so, like, I, I think that, um, like we said, the comparison between the assholes, the ones that are just dickholes, and then the, the ones that are actual sadists, like, it, it's more, it's the difference between I just want to see someone hurt, and then the, the, the a true sadist is like, yeah, I like inflicting pain, but it, there it's a, in a very mischievous way type of way and I, I think that he you know John you said it correctly when when he says like you see the Jack Nicholson Joker and it's like you want to cause that mayhem and that murder and you don't give a shit but you're not doing it in that you know I want to set the world on fire type of way no so you are wanting to play the villain right and mm-hmm. the best way possible <coughs> yes um and that's pr- I mean, that's pretty much it I mean as far as the reasons behind it like you did you grew up and either you know you constrict you grew up watching serials where like the villain was always thwarted but he was fun he wasn't dark he wasn't evil i mean mm-hmm. he may be evil but he's like you're not crying you know he shouldn't seek mental help it's just a fun villain or, you know, you grew up in an uh, abusive household and you're equating and attaching positive to negative. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when sadists grow up, uh, growing up, they deal with very abusive situations, situations that they have to heal from. And part of their healing is being able to inflict that kind of, you know, situation out in a positive manner, almost kind of rewriting bad memory i um two things i i grew up uh hearing uh negative reinforcement is still reinforcement um so that's it, it it's sort of that way it's like um i, I that's what i can because i'm not a sadist so i'm trying to just connect the dots um but i feel like that that's sort of one avenue and then the other is like when you grow up in that abusive situation um you whereas in for me i i enjoy the pain and i i i i 
try to turn that pain into pleasure that I feel like the sadist is just taking that power back. They were in a different type of abusive situation where maybe they felt powerless and that they wanted to just take that power back and, and, and empower themselves. And it's not necessarily like bullying, but so much as I felt powerless at one point in my life. So now I am in control of of somebody else. I'm in control of this type of behavior. And I, I feel like that can be very healing, honestly. I, I think it, just like being a masochist and, and that impact play and all that, it can be healing. And um, mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. And it's it's a healthy, a healthy way of getting, re, you know, re-equating those things. Because like I said, the difference between like a sadist and a complete dickhole is a sadist does it for the pleasure of himself and others, or is a dickhole is just a fucking dickhole and you just want to like push him in front of a train? Uh, Shep, you've been strangely quiet. What 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 are your takes on sadism as a whole, or the cause and effect of sadism? Like, what do you think really drives sadism? Well, I've been quiet because you guys have been so good at covering all the aspects. I can just sit well, back and watch the the fun ride. Yeah, you but, gotta earn um, that paycheck, buddy. Three people. It's a threesome. It's only good if we all participate, Chip. Mm -hmm. I know, but what, you said paycheck. <laughs> what, what, get, get, get out! Get <laughs> out! Get out of the cup chair and into the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I'm pretty to watch, but come on, I want to hear it. I mean, me too. No. Anyways, well, say it is. I mean. I covered so many facets of it, but and in the end, yeah, the sadist is a as a I can see them as being that very very controlled person because you know you have a very specific um, trigger sometimes as far as your enjoyments. Some people can be well rounded, as in they like to experience it with. The gambit of mental and physical but I believe in the end most sadists and such it isn't going to be very specific so the pleasure will come from the very physical um, reactions or physical pain uh, provisions stuff like that or the people that do focus more on or get pleasure from and these guys it's, it's harder for them because that's the humiliation part, which has the more gray area of hard to accept it. Because doing the physical pain is a lot easier because you have impact play and all those types, but um, I feel like the, the mental ones, they do have more of the struggle in life too because, again, it's hard to... Uh, find the people that are into the humiliation play it's hard to us topic to bring up and everything else you know yeah that's that's why communication is very very important yeah. um and the reason i wanted to get your input because there's a third type of sadist Ooh. uh and this one applies very much to someone in our podcast but they are the enablers oh i wonder who that could be yeah <gasps> hmm. they're the ones that don't so much derive the pleasure from the pain, but derive the pleasure from enabling, and they just happen to be really good at afflicting pain. 
something that I have witnessed Shep do on multiple occasions through use of floggers and other devices. But, you know, when you, you strike him, he doesn't really... At it. I, just, I just do the thing. Ah, shut up. Um, oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, the, 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 what we call the enabling sadist. Uh, they're the ones who really get great pleasure from punishments, uh, dealing, playing with masochism. In fact, they will seek out masochists. I said that right, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, they will seek them out store down. because they can enable them. They can be the mm -hmm. sadist they need to be and so thus makes them a sadist just because they're playing that part. I mean, if you define what a sadist is, it's somebody who derives causing people pain. Well, that pretty much defines anybody who's an enabler who enjoys flogging any type of that man. dentist. Or dentist. I, I believe all dentists are sadists. So you can be a daddy dom or mm -hmm. a mommy dom and still be a sadist. So I think that uh, in popular like culture or, or just in general pop, you they think of sadist as this guy who is just just maniacal and and evil and just it's all pain driven but in in reality um you can be that nurturer and that um caretaker and all you want to do is give that person what they want and what they want is to get the you know their butt spanked so yeah. i mean <laughs> in fact um typically most uh, sadists, and I'm saying typically, I am not going on a limb and saying all of them or that is a majority. Typically, the ones I have found are, in fact, enabling sadists. They very much enjoy inflicting pain because they can do it with restraint and are very good at it, thus creating the best pleasure because usually mas masochism, they know what their shit, they know their shit, and they can take so much. And if you're not capable of giving that, you're not a very good sadist. Enablers are great at that because they're very in tune. They very much care. The best way, the best way to cause the greatest amount of pain is caring. Yeah. Because then you know how far you can push a limit. You know I where all the safe avenues and nooks and crannies <laughs> are. Right, and I think that they are also uh, those enabling sadists um and are, are very nurturing because they they pay attention to your body movements they pay attention to how you sound they know the difference between uh a yelp that is a good yelp versus a yelp that is something that hurts and something that n not hurt in a good way and i think it's important to to have that and understand that a lot of the sadists that are good and genuine sadists uh they they pay attention to the person that they're with and so i, I know as as somebody i i honestly as, as somebody who is a masochist and i do enjoy and derive pleasure from pain um a lot of times and i said this last episode is um i i I like pain, and we were talking about going back to trauma. I like pain 
to deal with some of the emotional pain. I use my pain and my outlet um, as as receiving that uh, sting of whatever. And it's usually impact play, but I like it rough. I mean, so... Um, and at the same time, I also need to make sure that I'm with somebody who is going to be very aware that I am not doing it because just because I like to get the crap beat out of me. They understand that I <laughs> I am I, I am participating in this type of play for not only a sexual manner, but for also a mental and emotional one too. And that's why it's super important to make sure that you have the right type of fit for the right type the right type of sadist with the right type of masochist. Because some masochists just want that dom that is just all in to the degradation and the what and and that's great and that's great and and I you know you guys should find each other but I am not I I don't think it'd be a good fit for me for somebody who's really into hardcore degradation and and hardcore impact because I'm I'm not looking my type of masochism doesn't fit that type of sadism mm. and it's really important because it's a spectrum uh so chef do you have anything all the spectrums these days well, I mean, all the spectrums, it's a sliding scale. <laughs> I mean, hearing enablers as a as a third type, it it kind of resonates with me, but you know, I, I'm still think that I would want to gear them more towards a a sadist add-on. I mean, <laughs> A yes. sadist add-on. Yeah, it's like it's like a bonus. It's, it's like it's are like we paying a, an extra ninety-nine cent? Like is that what we're doing? <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, because the enablers, from from my perspective, I guess the the mm -hmm. the enablers themselves, whether it is sadism or masochism. Uh, I'm speaking from just personal perspective right now. But mm -hmm. I tend to kind of help enable both the facets, whether it is to help the sadist learn more tools of the trade or uh, experience more different techniques to add to their uh, abilities, or the masochists, again, to help them experience new forms of that uh, particular facet, whether it's impact play, you know, the blade play, the wax play, even um, violet wands, whatever your particular tools. But um, I guess, I guess, generally speaking, yes, you can have sadist enablers. Uh, so I guess for me, though, I would still say I'm more of a hybrid because I I'm enabling of all the aspects. I want to help well, people experience it no matter what they, whoever they are. Well, like I said, I'm, I wasn't saying that a sadist is a sadist all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is literally going to the extreme of. <laughs> yeah, sad, sad, sadism doesn't have to be something that you are every moment of every day, mm -hmm. doing everything you can. And you have sadist tendencies because of your enabling skills, because you can be. Most enabling sadists are. Well, they're whatever they they can be at the moment. So whatever we need to be. What you're saying yeah. is very yeah. So I stepped away for a hot second. Did we talk about safety? No. We did, did not. Somebody, we were waiting on you. Did somebody sound the safety alarm? 
No, no. The safety bells. You can't safety without you. All right, roll yeah. that safety clip. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here we go. Safety. Now, this is where we're really going to get into it. We didn't cover this so much on part one because I knew we were going to do a large chunk here. Safety mm-hmm. is paramount. Uh, anytime you're causing anybody any type of physical or emotional damage, even emotional. if it's for the reasons, emotional damage. I said it right. <laughs> I did. I said it right. Um, anytime you're ta- causing that type of damage, you can, in fact, cause damage. It doesn't matter how much pleasure is derived for at the moment, there can be long-term effects to both physical and emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why aftercare is so very important. And we did an entire episode on aftercare, Mm -hmm. and I highly suggest if you are a sadist, go back and listen to that episode. Please. And and (laughs) it's not so much for your sake, but you will have more fulfilling fun because if you do aftercare properly... I'm telling you what, you will get more fun in the future. This is one of those things where you're building a house with your partner if you're doing it. And the foundation is as solid as you want it to be. So if you you can build it really high and be absolute the worst sadist you've ever... I mean, the best sadist you've ever been in your entire life. But if you don't build that good foundation of aftercare and trust... It's going to collapse. It's, it's going to mm-hmm. hit that point where you're no longer be able to have that relationship because they don't feel safe. They don't feel comfort. You're going to hammer um, in that foundation. Ooh. Hammer it in that foundation. Uh, break out the warm, fluffy blankets, positive reaffirmations, and gummy bears. Affirmations. Well. <laughs> Um, It's highly important um, for aftercare on a masochist side. um, And I'm talking to my sadists right now um, because what uh, uh, what is happening is is after that pleasure, after that pain, after whatever it is that you've done in that play, um, there is going to be and we've talked about this in our sub drop in our drop, there is going to be a drop. And and depending on that person's mental and emotional state, they are going to be, regardless of what play you're going to, they are going to need to feel secure. And that is where the aftercare comes in. And that is where all of that comes in, which is why, um, you know, that's, you know, John said, go, please go back and listen to the aftercare episode because they enjoyed what just happened, but they also need to know that they are safe. And that's going to be very important after any type of, um, you know, any type of physical or emotional pain that you inflict because that person did enjoy it at the time, but now they are going to be feeling something else and they need you to be that person to provide that safety for them. Absolutely. And that's just the emotional stuff. Let's talk about the physical stuff. Yes. Anytime you type you physical pain, you afflict somebody can cause permanent damage to the skin to internal organs uh we talked about an impact play know where you're hitting know what you're doing practice safety measures all the way through if you're causing pain your body's response to pain even though your partner may be loving it it's pleasurable your body's still sending pain for a reason there's still damage being done so you want to be very mindful of the damage you are doing and making sure any open wounds get disinfected uh, any areas that got flogged, make sure they are properly cared for afterwards. 
uh, make sure you are flogging in the right area if you're causing physical pain. If you're doing impact play, don't be punching organs. Nobody likes it. Um, they may really like it, but you shouldn't be doing it because you're going to damage organs. Organs, organs aren't masochists. People are. Organs are not. They're like, no, 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 I don't need that. I don't need any of this. Explore techniques. <laughs> explore toys. Explore processes and methodologies. Don't mm-hmm. explore safety. Make no. sure you do it right, right. the first time. Yes. And uh, we have covered both impact play, knife play. We've covered all these things to talk about more detailed ways to be safe. But yes, mm-hmm. focus on aftercare focus on the safety make sure you keep your uh masochist alive so that way you can keep playing and keep doing fun things uh, Please. no one, no no one wants to homi- you know unless you're a homicidal maniac no one gets a boner for murder the price of bearing uh, materials is way high in this inflation day so keep your masochist alive yeah let's pop it Please? up there I mean, please. Okay. That's it. And here he goes. Here's for our masochist. Recognize the difference between a sadist and an asshat. Um, mm-hmm. Sadist, yeah, they will cause pain. They will cause humiliation, degradation, all the fun things. But they will do it with consent. They care about your consent. The minute your sadist says consent is not a thing, he's not a sadist. He's a fucktard. Get get far away from him. Run. Flee. Be like, you're no sadist. You're just a jerk ass. This is where safe words matter. This is where safe signals matter. If they do not respect your safe word, if they do not respect your, you know, red, yellow, whatever it is that you've established, if they don't respect that or even, yeah, like kumquat, pineapple, whatever it is, whatever fruit salad you want, um, that's where you can... That's where you can tell. Um, like John, John's number one question is always, "How do you feel about safe words?" That's his always, and that's how you can tell if somebody is a sadist that just is an asshole because he's like, "Oh, you don't need a safe word with me." That red, red, red flags. Flag. Run, run, red, red, run. red flags. Andero is our number is... one fruit salad. I mean, what? Yes. Oh fruit yeah. Salad. Fruit salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Uh, yeah, safe words. That those that's the biggest red flag. If uh, you're talking to somebody and you tell somebody you're a messy, if they say they're a sadist, the next question should be, how do you feel about safe words? And if their mm-hmm. answer is they're super important, you have to have them. Consent is everything. Run like hell. Major red flag if it's because not. It's not. There's a difference between kink, if it's not, yeah. If there's a difference between kink and abuse, and that is it right there, people. Mm-hmm. 100%. Absolutely. Kink is consent, communication, and just trust. Abuse mm-hmm. is just abuse. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you derive Absolutely. sexual pleasure from abuse. Abuse doesn't stop in the bedroom. Nope. It just spreads. And I'm not saying that sadists are bad by any stretch of the means. Every sadist I've ever known, every true sadist I've ever known, sweetest, nicest, kindest people you ever meet, and they truly respect and honor safety, com- communication, and trust. But I've met a lot of assholes too. 
I've met a lot of people who are just like, oh, no, I'm a sadist. I'm rough. You can't handle me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, good. I can't handle you. Cool. Thumbs up. Bye. It's, it's, it's very similar to the brat situation. There is a difference between a, a true brat who, you know, is just, you know, has the attitude and stuff. And then there's a, and, and, and then them being a bitch. And this is same, is same type of equivalent. There's a difference between somebody who's a sadist and enjoys pain and, you know, getting a little rough and an asshat. So, I mean, it's very similar. <laughs> yeah. And that's really what we did. We didn't want to. I didn't want to harp on it. I didn't want to, you know, make a big deal that that like sadists are not great, amazing things to have in your life. We just wanted to make sure everyone was aware. Everyone knows the difference. Mm-hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey is a horrible representation of the BDSM lifestyle. He's abusive. Oh, that was abuse. Hundred and ten percent. Don't read it. Okay. It's garbage. Don't, Come at me. Don't want. Yeah, yeah. That said, mm-hmm. I think we did. I think we did great on our second two-part episode. We did. Yeah, we did. So it was that a lot means of fun. Last week, last week we didn't have the wheel, and I kind of missed it. I was really wanting to get back into that wheel lifestyle. I'm a, I'm a real wheel man myself. Uh, so real without wheel further ado, man. spinning it, getaway driver. spinning it. I'm the wheel man. I always get that nice little tingly anticipation every time you spin it. I'm like, oh, what's, what are we talking about next week? <laughs> well, next week you will definitely have tingles and tickles and that oh so unsettling feeling as if something was gently crawling across your skin. Oh no! Oh no! Is it is it, is it the bug episode? Are we doing oh, the bug episode? <laughs> we're doing some bugs. And I do want to give a shout out to one of our listeners who added a new thing to our wheel. That said, if you listen to this podcast and you want to add something to our kink wheel, reach out to us. Give us a suggestion. We, we've added... Um, um, foreign accents. Dialects. Foreign accents. Uh, at, well, accents in general. and mm-hmm. Because it may not be foreign. A lot of people are into the southern foreign dialect. Foreign and domestic. Y'all want to go to a party? You going to eat oh, your... Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Um, oh but we did add accents to the wheel and it's something we hadn't thought about it. So if you, if you have a kink in mind that you would like us to cover, we don't care how weird or crazy it is. Reach out to us on, at Dinks with Kinks on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and send us a message. We'll add it to the wheel. Like no questions asked. They, they said, Hey, would this, would this be okay to add to the wheel? And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no, it's there. It's done. <laughs> we love it. We love hearing from you. Yeah, and like I said, if you're sadist or you're a masochist, reach out to us. Tell us how you came to be and tell us more about yourself because that's how we learn. That's how we learn as a community is we communicate, communicate, communicate. And I love communicating and learning more. I only get to do so much research on each kink every week. So to be able to talk to somebody who has this particular fetish or any type of fetish it's fascinating, and I will talk to you forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, and we'll be best friends, and we'll go eat, we'll go eat biscuits and tea, drink tea together, all all, all the nine yards. So, okay, just yeah. make cool. All right. Yeah, I was like, uh, we, we what? We started talking about biscuits and tea. I was like, oh, okay, biscuits and tea. <laughs> no, um, I want to take my tea with my crumpets. Thank you very much. I mean, um, I'll I'll let. I'll let you eat my biscuits. I don't like. <laughs> I mean, how do you feel? How do you guys feel about 
Curgeon Way. Mm, no way. Cottage cheese? Yeah. I like well, cottage cheese. I had a friend. Uh, it was Miss Something. We... Anyway, she she ate. She used to love eating curds away. Till along came a spider. And good night, everybody. No, she... <laughs> um, I'm your host, John Adair, and with me, as always, our favorite resident masochist, Miss Rebecca. <laughs> good evening, everyone. And the most enabling sadist you'll ever meet, Mr. Shep. Add on. Till next time. Good night, everybody.